0: Guys, welcome to Real Talk with Keith Smith. My name is Jerry Miller. Thank you kindly for joining us on a glorious Monday here in the United States of America. We're in the Commonwealth of Virginia, in a city we love dearly, Charlottesville, Virginia. And we are going to celebrate and champion Independence Day, which is tomorrow, a day that means so much to so many in this country, but a day undoubtedly that is held very close to the heart for Jonas Smith. She is on set. You will see her in a matter of moments here today's program presented by Yes Realty Partners. I think after you watch today's show and get a glimpse of what Yona is all about and the distinguished gentleman Keith Smith, you will realize why Yes Realty Partners has had so much success in real estate. Trust, integrity, character, under-promising and over-delivering. Yes Realty Partners embodies all those qualities. Judah Wickhauer, the studio camera as we welcome the Smiths to the show with many of your colleagues watching you right now. Keith and Yona, good Monday morning.
1: Good Monday morning to you. Happy 4th.
0: Happy 4th to you. 4th. So. so very excited.
1: Very much so. I heard all about uh, lots of fireworks happening, lots of celebrations, parades, uh, boat rides, so it's... It's wonderful. It's nice to be part of all of these celebrations again.
0: Absolutely. Keith Smith, this day means quite a bit to you. Once a Marine, always a Marine, my friend.
2: Semper Fi. Semper Fi. Uh, Yeah, you know, this is a very special time of the year for Yona and I. First and Mm -hmm. foremost, thank you, Shotzi, for joining us today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would not
1: want to miss it.
2: You're my better everything. Thank you. So So are you. you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah, so this is, this is a pretty special thing. We're going to kick it off a little bit, talk about what Yona and I do every year um, uh, tomorrow, and that is to go to the naturalization ceremony at Monticello. Uh, if you're interested, go ahead and Google it on Monticello. The way they work it is, is you've got to take a bus from PBCC up. so you've got to, It's for free, but you've got to get a, a ticket to get on the bus to go do that. Um, and I'll just kick the show off with this and that Yona, let Yona talk about how special today is to her. Um, if you're ever wondering what it is to be an American, or you think maybe we've lost our way a little bit about what it means to be an American you need to go to one of these ceremonies.
1: Very much so, yeah.
2: Because at the end of it, the judge, so it's an actual federal court held open air. It's the oldest standing uh, continuous um, nationalization ceremony in the United States. And at the end, the judge asks all the folks that are becoming US citizens to tell their story. And they get up, and they tell their story. And generally, there's not a dry eye, eye in the house. They talk about their trips, how, what it took to get from wherever they were to this particular day. And for Yona, that wasn't a short trip. That took you about 18 years, right, to go ahead Roughly. and get, to get your US, Citizens. U.S. citizenship. So if you're kind of questioning things, do yourself a favor. Go there and watch it. You won't regret it. It'll be a lot of fun. So
1: And it's, um, it's, it's very... I would say inspiring to see and motivational to see because uh, you, you hear a lot of folks uh, kind of questioning the American spirit and really what the what the pursuit of happiness really is all about and I have to tell you when you go up there uh, it gives me chills just to think about it and we've been doing this for I, I would say what 20 years now well, roughly yeah. about 20 yeah. years and every year we go up there there is just one or two stories that Kind of reconfirm and reaffirm why you're doing what you're doing every day, and uh, never to give up hope. That's the other thing. Never to give up hope. Be as courageous as you can. And truly, there is. um, Brian Buffini used to say that the American streets are paved with gold. Naturally, you have to find that gold, but there is opportunities. There's a little blacktop
2: on top. There's (laughs) a little
1: bit. There is opportunities for you that. they're just unrivaled you know and to this day I I can tell you that I wake up every day and I I say thank you for the blessings that I have to be here really
0: put in perspective um, the country our country the freedom um, Mm -hmm. why you pursue um, why you pursued freedom here I Mm -hmm. think often of my uh, my mom and my grandparents from Mm -hmm. Cuba who left Mm -hmm. everything in Cuba to come here from an upper middle class life to poverty, for the sole purpose of liberty and freedom, and and not being murdered by a communist regime. Um, put it in perspective from
1: your your standpoint. I can only tell you that you, you know we both were stationed in Bulgaria, in and this was way before uh, the Iron Curtain came down. And uh, just the fact, obviously, I was I was at that time still in my 20s and probably not quite mature enough to really kind of grasp the the severity of, of what really what was going on as far as freedom is concerned. But think about it. These folks were not allowed to voice their opinion or uh, be somewhat friendly with us. They were not allowed to fraternize with us, right, because they were persecuted, um, just to and put this, it in, and
2: this and in, this wasn't a persecution of you've got you know no you, know, ostracized.
1: No, they were you really, went to a concentration you, camp you, I mean, you, this was you real did stuff. not know you did not know where these folks ended up in yep. and this and this and this alone i can I can tell you that um there were many times that we were invited to Bulgarian families. And I can tell you that the most hospitable people you have ever want to meet in your whole life. But it, in, in the back of their mind, there was always this sort of sense of uneasiness, because they were associated with us, or they were f- friendly with us. So, well, they
2: needed—if they met a Western yeah. person, they needed to report it to the to the KGB. So, I mean, you had to report in when you had a conversation. They also knew you did because they. Wild,
1: everybody. And just to just to switch this into today's kind of scenario look look what's happening and I don't want to get political here but look what's happening in, 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 in the Ukraine. I stopped watching the news to be very honest with you because it's just so appalling and uh, uh, so that is what that's what I always keep in mind is that I can walk out out of my door my front door freely in the morning I don't need to be afraid of anybody watching me to the extent that I feel I have to watch what I say, what I do. Um, and it's just, you know, don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. And that's, so that's what you
2: hear when, when you do these stories from different parts of the world and, and how they, they it, they the journey that they took. Amazing. From, Amazing. from where they are to here. I, I thought you were going to say is because of me and my Trust blues was the whole reason you wanted to come to absolutely. the United States. Absolutely. I thought that's what you were going to say. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That wasn't we what you were going to
1: say. No. Absolutely.
2: We often, it was talk about, safe hands. we often talk about
0: the love story. Johnny Ornalis, good yes. morning. He says good morning to good Yona morning. and everyone. Ray Cadell says good morning, especially Yona Smith. Thank you. Uh, we love you, Ray Cadell. when you watch the show. Viewers Everybody and listeners. Happy Independence Day, Kevin Yancey. Good morning from good morning. Waynesboro. Good Holly way. Foster says good morning good from morning. Henrico. I believe she is staying at the Boarsett today. We are very grateful for the gift that you sent us last week, Holly Foster, to Judah and I. Um, talk about the love story. This is a beautiful one. Not everyone. Not everyone oh, may I, be up I, today.
1: I, I think I think everybody's heard it to the extent, but it it's so. I, I truly believe that it was meant to meant to be in Sofa, Bulgaria, by the way, um, and uh, we just happened to meet where else uh, in the bar, and it was the, the bar that the Marines had at their home. we
2: got, got to put that a little bit in context. And
1: um, where everybody met. We met, you know, everybody, all the diplomats, and everybody met there every Friday.
2: So you couldn't go out. to So no. the fraternization thing. there, you know, if you can mentally picture North Korea, right? Mm-hmm. That's what this was like back in the in the Cold War years. So there wasn't a bar that you could go to. There wasn't a local watering hole. So the Marines, which is which job on top of protection of classified material, property, and personnel was to entertain. And I learned a very valuable lesson back in, in those days that, you know, when I'm sitting next to the U.S. ambassador or the French ambassador, and I realized that, you know, man, they put their pants on just like I put my pants on. You know, they're just average people, and I'm as smart as they are, and they ask you your, your opinion, but to I, I met Yona in, in the bar, right? How... We went through all those months without actually meeting each other in a small little community, but um, we only knew each other for three months.
1: We did. We only knew each other for three months, and then you rotated out. I, I had out, to rotate out. And, rotated out, and there was truly no, um, I would say, commitment to the level of okay, we're going to see each other again, or we're not. So we
2: were we were pretty uh, yeah. continental. We were pretty yeah. adult about it. Well, we said, oh, look, you know, I'm going to Ottawa. You're staying in Bulgaria, and and that was it, that. It
1: adds a certain challenge to try to have a long distance relationship, you know, especially at that With time. With no
2: Facetime, yeah, <laughs> no, no text. Facetime, no text, <laughs> no text, limited phone, right? Limited, yeah, yeah. very
1: limited phone. Well, so, it yeah.
2: wasn't limited phone. It was it was structured. It took six weeks. So the story is how I asked Yona to marry me, and our youngest daughter I asked me this. Blows before, our
1: children away every time. Blows <laughs> our
2: <laughs> children away, right? right? So Yvonne says, so Daddy, Daddy, how did you ask Mommy to marry her? Now, again, the context was I'm in Ottawa, Canada. Yona's in Soviet-controlled Bulgaria, in right? Soviet Bulgaria. Um, so I called her on the phone and asked her to marry me. You know the story. Everybody knows the story. It's a great story. story. Yeah, story, it is. It's, the, it's, a, it's, it's a it. wild one. So our daughter went, well, that's very unromantic. <laughs> and I said, whoa, 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 time out. You know, it took me six weeks to arrange a phone call. I had to navigate the Soviet phone system, our, you know, our embassy, because, you know, <laughs> it's the middle of the Cold War and all this kind of great stuff. And I got it all put together and asked her to marry me. And you can hear the guy smoking a cigarette. As I'm asking her to marry me, you just hear, you just literally hear the hear the person smoking a cigarette, and then when it was all over with, this may or may not be true because I'm adding it to the flavor of the story. Uh, he says congratulations and hangs the phone. Well,
1: up. the congratulations actually came from the ambassador because the ambassador, the Austrian ambassador, was actually standing right next to me when I, when he called me, and that's right. I forgot about he that. He said he said oh. We're gonna lose you. I said, Well, I don't know about that, but I just, I was just asked to, to marry Keith. And he said, Oh, really? Is that how that works? I said, Yep, that's how that <laughs> works. So he, he, he said, Congratulations. But
2: I've told you this privately, never said this publicly. Mm. You know, just think about this. Three months know me. Oh, Jonah, yeah. Jonah's too proud to say, not, too, not proud. Choice of words. It's too good of a human to pat herself on the back. But she was second in charge at the embassy over there on a track to be an, an ambassador for her country. Left all that pregnant, left all that to, it was marry, it was a an
1: guy, to marry a it was guy. An a, it's an adventure. It's an adventure. Didn't have a
2: job because I was getting out of the Marine Corps, had no future. I had a gray van, Ford van, that was it. That was, that was all I like had. I like it. That's all I had. But that's
1: what you do. That's uh, what you do, Keith. But
2: you left you your family, yeah. your country, mm-hmm. to come to our country and live with me and then mm-hmm. start a life there. We literally, I mean, we, we, we literally had less than nothing. Yeah. But left all of that to come on over here. And 37 years later, you go. Oh my God! No, not I really. Thinking? But that's
1: that's what wakes me up yeah. every day. Yeah. I mean, you think yeah. about it. I never looked back. Never looked back. It's not, thirty-seven not,
2: years. Not.
1: Wow. Are there times when I, when I say maybe I should, I shouldn't? No. You want to
2: strangle me? Is that no?
1: What you're doing? No, no. It's just it's just one of these things, and that's and that's truly what I, my 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 um, belief is. There's a reason why you do certain things in life, and sometimes you just have to trust trust your guts trust the journey and I've been on a a wonderful journey I mean
2: but back to the why America other than my awesome dress blues and uh, apparently my uh, salesmanship (laughs) right
1: I I think I told you that story many times that as a child I was exposed to a lot of American music including George Gershwin and I think I told that story before Um, and I must have listened to An American in Paris and The Rhapsody in Blue I mean uh, to the point where I think that uh, the LP broke. And I said, I want to go to this country where they play music like that. And I was seven, eight years old. So little did I know I ended up here.
2: So but it took 18 years.
1: It took 18 years to get my citizenship. We right? had to, to, to hire an attorney. attorney.
0: Yep. Why did you have to hire an attorney?
1: Well, it's, 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 it's part of the bureaucracy, uh, I guess, that uh, we this were not, not prepared easy. for, and it's really not easy. So, between, you really have to jump through hoops, and have the right people at your on your side to kind of weed through the bureaucracy end of it. But it was it was it was a um, an application process that took almost 20, 20 24 months, 18 to oh, 24 it months. It was it was ridiculous. But whatever it is, it, it finally came to pass, and gratefully it did at the time when it did.
2: So, Yona was born in Beirut. Uh huh. Yeah. in an American hospital, like a firebomb or bombed a couple of days after she left. So, she doesn't have her original birth certificate. Her family had to get out of Beirut. She lived behind the Iron Curtain. Yeah, so, three
1: years. there's a
2: story when we were trying to get your green card, right? You were two weeks after giving birth, we were in Montreal. And, um, this kid, because that's what he was, right out of college, at the he, embassy,
1: <laughs> at yeah, the at embassy the
2: of the consulate in in Montreal. So the U.S. embassy in Ottawa didn't issue a, issue green cards; they did that out in Montreal. Thought he caught a communist terrorist a in Yona, and was giving her a hard time, and he didn't know who I was and what I did because nobody did. Um, and the story goes as I told him, I said, "Do you really want to do this?" And he goes, yeah, "Yeah." And Yona, because her hormones were a little bit, was about ready to dive over the table and choke him. Choke I him, sat yeah. him down, went back to the embassy, which was an hour and a half drive in, in Ottawa. Back in the 80s, under Reagan, most of the ambassadors were former military. So this guy was um, an um, admiral, Navy, Navy admiral. The
1: ambassador.
2: Ambassador. Mm-hmm. Knocked on his door. They go, Smitty, what's your problem? This is my problem. And he picked up the phone and put a series of four-letter words together, which I didn't think you could do, and I'm a marine, uh, and that guy had the green card there within 45 minutes. The story is it really you need, it's about who you know. This system, this process of immigration has been screwed up for a very long time. Uh, we were very blessed. Because we were.
1: I'm not so sure if it's screwed up. I think it's just so bureaucratically heavy that you really need to know somebody who can weed through all this and make it happen for you. But imagine for, especially, and I do feel for them, for whoever wants to kind of come into this resources. country. That does not have the resources or doesn't speak the language. So they need to go through interpreters and all that good stuff. So I was very fortunate in the sense that it did I was able to communicate and I was able to understand what what I needed to do to get the get the process done.
0: Um, multiple people leaving comments yes. here. Um, Jennifer is asking, she lives in North downtown, does she does Yona have uh, family um, still overseas yes. and what is their quality of life like and why do they not make the move if the quality of life is not great here to the United States as well? That's a great question. You
1: know, that's a very good question that I cannot answer for... To First of all, the answer to uh, the first question, Jennifer, is yes, I still have family left. I have two sisters, and I have a very, very, very distant aunt. And um, uh, the reason why they did not make that move... You know, everybody has a different, I would say, belief and a different um, sense of adventure, and... I knew from the very, very beginning that I would not, I would not stay in in, in Austria or in Europe at that time, and they just they, they just settled in Austria, which is a beautiful country. Uh, like I said, is my mother country and will always be my mother country. Um, and I, you know, in a way, I, I have to say, would I make that move now? Maybe not. Maybe yes. I don't know. That's probably a question that I've asked my sister. Um, well, they have they have, they have, have their settled life there, too, as well, and it's a good life. How about it's quality different. of life? It's just I cannot speak to that just because of the fact that I haven't lived there for now, what, 37 years? But I can tell you the quality of life is what you make it.
0: That's well said. It, is,
1: it, doesn't, That's make so it, true. it doesn't make a difference where you live. Right. You know?
0: It's like, it, it reminds me of a lot of people that are like, uh, and this is, you're going to really appreciate this because I know you love dogs as much as I do. I a lot do. of people are like, stay away for certain breeds. Like the pit bull breed comes up to mind all the time. It's like, guys, the pit bull yeah. is how it's raised. Absolutely. The pit bull's quality of life and its demeanor and its temperament is uh, dependent on the home and it's raised with it.
1: It's absolutely. It, and it's kind of
0: what you're like referencing. A,
1: yeah. It's, it's what you make it.
2: So let me take this and spin it a little bit a different way. So Yona is Austrian, right? So she's not Bulgarian. So she was, just to get that out there, um, she was working for the Austrian government in Bulgaria behind the Iron Curtain.
1: Which is a neutral country. Austria is a neutral Neutral country. country.
2: Um, I think the interesting question would be is the ability for success is way times greater here than it is in, in Austria. The ability to move... To go upwardly mobile there with little to nothing is is a little difficult in in Austria, right? And
1: there is something to say about the American dream, absolutely. And that's, that's, I think, that probably uh, sort of is a testament to what you're willing to do and how much you're willing to go ahead and really, really jump into something. Uh, I don't think I would have as many opportunities or similar opportunities that I have here back in Austria, I don't think so. I probably would, but it would be uh, probably m- financially more more expensive and or bureau- from a bureaucratic standpoint, it oh probably would be very hard to achieve. However, um, that's not to say that my family or my sister or my aunt—they're not happy. I'm sure that they're happy in their own right. And
2: uh, but I, I think Devon, our our nephew. Has yes. expressed a couple times. So he's younger. He's in his twenties. Yes. Right. That you know.
1: He 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 wants to, you know, join the family. He wants he, to. He wants to join
2: the it. family, but the, his opportunities to make money is much greater here much so. than it is. Yeah, but you also work. Diff-
1: you have a diff- different work ethic. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, you want to say about what you want to say that it's 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 one thing that you have the opportunity to go out and do. Uh, you know, find the your dream job and you put X hundred hundred and hundred and twenty hours a week into that. So that's a little bit different in Europe where as an independent entrepreneur it's probably a little bit more difficult to do that.
2: Look much more regulated. More,
1: much more regulated. So here here at least it's it's your own destiny, it's your own journey. At least this is how I feel.
0: Uh comments coming in fast yes. and furious for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um this is a fantastic comment um jennifer has got a follow-up on speaking of what ukraine and russian war um if you want to can offer some perspective on that kimberly Kraling on a separate facebook page says um i just looked on the map and Mm -hmm. austria is separated by ukraine just by slovakia Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm can in between.
0: Yona speak to this Ukraine-Russian war and how it's impacting Austria and um, her family's decision of staying or not staying there
1: you know that's a very good question um, so the only thing that I can say is, is that uh, Austria always has been a transient country for refugees that goes back hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years so the impact that we feel from the war is the refugees, the amount of refugees. But this was not any different than when uh, the Syrian invasion happened. Um, this was not any different when there was the, the, the war in, in Serbia in the Balkan in the 90s. So we've always been a transient country for refugees and we, so the, 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 we are neutral. So therefore, we do not have a military force in a sense that probably we could defend our borders if need be, but we do not have, in a sense, of the United States. We do not have military that is able to be um, sent to a country in order to defend that country. That would also be breaking the charter of Austria, the neutrality. Um, I can tell you that the last time I was home, which was in October, Last year was the first time in five years I was home. Um, you could definitely sense the desperation of these refugees coming in, just because of the fact that
0: they're running for their lives, right? Yeah. But Essentially,
2: there's, but there's also they
1: have absolutely they they really where are they going? Right, where are they going? So we we were trying what uh, the last that I heard is um, we're trying to. Be sort of the in between between countries and offer them food, shelter, safe haven, and safe haven at least for now, so they're not being persecuted.
2: It's the middle of the summer right now, yes, but that war did impact gas prices, heating prices, humongous electric prices. prices. Let's put that in perspective. So, I I think that's probably where where the question is going. I think she's
0: asking all the above. And, And another follow up from Christoph has said, How has the nomadic nature? of the Austrian borders with folks coming into it impacted Austrian culture? That's a hell of a question.
1: As this is a very good question because of the fact that uh, but to answer the question number one uh, the, the, impact, the impact that, it, that all of this had was utility and fuel prices quadrupled. So what, what happened also that put a big burden on the Austrian population that lives there, right? I mean my sister's gas bill literally Tripled in a matter of eight Once. weeks, two months. So, um, is a big impact, financial impact, also on the Austrian government. And uh, so, there's obviously behind the scene. Austria was always and has always been sort of the behind the scene diplomatic, I would say, courier, right? Uh, so they are trying behind the scene to really be somewhat of a middleman mediator in a sense that they're hoping that they bring some of these people together so they can start talking about peace rather than continuing the war.
2: Well said, well said. Um, Keith, jump yeah, in. Absolutely. Yeah, you know it's it, 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 it does impact right. So absolutely you know, it, the fuel prices. Yeah. The, uh, and, and you know, and I think there <clears throat> there um, is some historical fear there particularly particularly in the rural areas up towards Slovakia Czechoslovakia and all that stuff of of the Russians right mm-hmm. historically if you go back and, do, and dig into the history it, it's not very kind relationship between the Russians and and that central central European so it yeah, I think part of the question is—is is some of your conversations with your relatives are they fearful that that's coming back, or they feel pretty safe from that perspective?
1: Uh, so I can tell you that um, I've had this conversation with my sister quite often, and um, how
2: do you guys communicate? WhatsApp nice
1: whatsapp facetime okay. and uh so we really have a.
2: am going to I'm gonna change, change it. it. used to never be like that no we used to get like 1200 1400 so, uh, phone bills phone bills yeah so
1: that that you know you know back changed. in the
2: day when you actually had to call yeah. somebody phone, yeah yeah use
1: absolutely
2: the, use the phone so you know That's thank amazing. you very much your daughter's watching in seattle
0: she has comments but f- yes. but finish your her thought here so
1: so the so the uh, to really answer the question um I'm sure that there's a, there's, a, there's a, uh some fear, but at the same time, um, my sister is always she always knows she has a place she can go to.
0: Which is your house?
2: Mm-hmm. How much is that flight? Oh, I oh you said s- the rent? Rent's not too bad.
1: <laughs> uh, I think it's it's in the thir- twelve thirteen hundred dollars right now. One way? No, it's, it's round trip. Round
0: trip. Yeah. That's a nice chunk.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it, it used to be five six hundred dollars. No, it's.
2: So tricky. look, I, 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 but at the same I, time,
1: we, you know, we're, try, we're really trying to go ahead, and um, so she's she, they're trying to make it work with as much as they can possibly have to work with. Uh, is there is there amount of fear? I'm sure that there is. I mean, let's let's put it bluntly. Um, we're such a small country. What is it? The size of Texas? No. Size of Virginia. No, no. Yeah, vi- size of Virginia. Austria. So is geographically
2: w- the same size? As Virginia, and has the same roughly same people, about six million. Six million, Six million. Six million, million
1: seven. people. If anybody wanted to go out and come in, they would come in. They have come in before.
2: They, they have done come this
1: in before.
0: before. There's a ton of comments coming in. Thank Let's you. get to, get to your daughter here in Seattle. Yes, this is Ivani.
1: Yeah, hi Ivon. She's soon moving, yeah. to, Richmond.
0: She's soon moving
1: to, Richmond. to Richmond, right? Oh
2: my god. Yeah, we're twenty-one I'm days. flying back with her. Twenty-one
0: days, but you're not counting, right? No, twenty-one
1: no. days. Oh, I see my grandchild again.
2: I'm flying back with her on the 20th of July.
1: 20th. Okay, so it's 16, 16, 17 days.
2: So she says this.
1: Sure.
0: Uh, Mom, I remember you studying for your citizen test and yes. attending your ceremony. I'm very proud of you. Can you, you tell me more about what you had to do pay for to get to have your citizenship, and how do you think that has changed today? Um, she said have fun with that
2: loaded question. <laughs> and then she also says Love that you. is
0: very romantic, so it was just unexpected.
2: Oh, the phone call? I think this was a millennial thing, not having a, a perspective of history and what it was at that particular point in time. I mean, these were landlines. What are
0: you saying, making the phone call
2: to propose? Physically, what was required to do that? I mean, I needed to go through, not to get into, you know, I had to go through Langley. I had to go through the State Department. I had to get, I had to get approval from our governments to call into a communist country, so I had to do that first. Then, once I got that figured out, then I had to figure out how am I actually going to physically make the phone connection to go ahead and do that. And that process took yeah, but about. But you did six it to
1: the embassies. A- a-
2: well, that's my embassies. point. My point was is. I guess the, the, romance, I the was, romance
0: was the hoops that you had to jump through in the effort to get to the thank call. Thank you. That was the romance, right? <laughs> That's, yeah. Exactly
2: yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly and right. Yeah. And we were, I was lucky because I was in the system, right? Can you I imagine had, not being part I of mean, I mean, I literally had, you know, open if,
0: door. If, if he wasn't truly madly in love, probably would not have jumped through all these hoops to make the proposal via phone. Thank because you. Because that was your sole option to propose, Right. That I mean, there was no face or (laughs) rowboat (laughs) rowboat. mailing the letter to the carrier pigeon.
2: Yeah, Uh, it's an interesting thing because they uh, they would shoot them down. No, No, they no mailing was an interesting thing because they would go through the mail. Go through the mail,
1: unless it's a diplomatic. Unless it was in a diplomatic
2: pouch, which this would not be because it was not a classified diplomatic document. Right. So it would have never made it. If it did, it would have been open and redacted. I mean, I I used to get letters from my mother and my father that was pages missing, redacted, you know.
1: But, you know, to put it in perspective, though, that even though it was so hard, the effort was there, and it kind of... See, I didn't expect... First of all, I wasn't anticipating a phone call from him at all because we hadn't spoken in five to four months,
2: and uh, then I get yeah. this.
1: Then I get this. Um, Your daughter's stirring up the flames. The receptionist. <laughs> I know she is, and I'm not gonna Jeez, go the to her. Where she gets that from? I of. wonder why. <laughs> but she. So the receptionist said, "Hey, know, you have a phone call from the United States," and I'm like, "Hmm, United States. I don't know who's gonna call me." And anyway, and so so it, it was him. So I was totally dumbfounded, totally speechless. And
2: I pounced on it. it took advantage of the say, situation.
1: I couldn't even. I couldn't even. It didn't register till afterwards what he, what, he, what he was asking me and how I reacted to it. So uh,
2: it was meant to be. Any, any regrets in 37 years?
1: Heck no. Really? No. No. You ask me this question all the time. I have no I regrets.
0: Do. I do ask you all the time. How yeah. about this one uh, from, uh, from James on. Bryant? Oh, okay. Um, he says, we have family in Hungary. Yes. Oh, yeah. And we uh, fly there quite often summertime when mm-hmm. things are slow for us work-wise. This summer we are not mm-hmm. for safety concerns, especially with little ones. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the question for you, safety concerns at all on your end flying to Austria at this time with the war right next to uh, the country. And then mm-hmm. would you recommend anyone else fly to this area of Europe?
1: I have no, I have no fear. Um, <clears throat> if I had any fear, I wouldn't be here. So as far as I'm concerned, if the good Lord wants to take me, then so be it. So the answer to that question is no, I don't have any fear. However, uh, is a, is a good amount of sensibility to it? Yeah, absolutely. It has traveled, but I'm, I'm trying to put it in perspective. Traveling in itself has changed tremendously over the past 37 years. I mean, I used to go home at least three times a year, and it was a totally different experience than it is now.
2: So, to way more people, oh,
1: yeah, absolutely people flying and, and, in their
2: pajamas, which don't get me started on that
1: yeah so, so it's it's a it's a different yeah. experience,
2: but but yeah, you a, have
1: to be aware, yeah you have yeah, to but be from aware. a safety perspective, yes uh,
2: it's actually used to be a lot worse, right, back in the eighties, right, particularly yeah. in Vienna. Um, go ahead and Google it on the Vienna airport. There, there was quite there was a lot of, a terrorism. of terrorism. So, so the flying in in the '80s was, in my opinion, much worse than it is now, right? They had they had um, uh, a terrorist bombing in the inside the Vienna airport mm-hmm. in the '80s, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was you didn't have the security you have now. You didn't have all this kind of great stuff. I think the question is, um, you know, are you feel unsafe? in Europe, man, it's a hard thing for Yona and I to answer because we're, I, I we're kind of used, I we know, know how answer. to navigate that kind of stuff. So if you feel unsafe, then it's unsafe, right? Uh, and our youngest daughter is watching, my oldest daughter, our oldest daughter. Maybe. She
0: says, Dad, I'm hearing some excuses. Maybe it's time for a redo and a huge diamond.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Oh, she is stirring the pots. Stirring the love. pot. I love a, it. I love it. I love it. There is, the a, uh, it there is yeah. a
2: family oh. inside joke or comment about that. Oh, the only, I'm, 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 I'm going gonna to let that one alone. I only, only bought Yona two pieces of jewelry in her life, in our marriage. One was, actually three, I lied. I just bought one. This you Three did. pieces of jewelry. You did. Uh, the wedding band, which, yeah. by the way, was like $50, Canadian dollars. Um, we bought uh, an anniversary ring uh, not too long ago and I bought a little a little necklace that she's wearing now. And from my perspective, I would rather save that money and go on trips and go places and make memories so we can move forward.
1: So here, here's what I can tell you. That <laughs> she doesn't
2: like that. Both, both,
1: both our girls have inherited sort of our traveling spirit in a sense that our older daughter called yesterday and said, hey, mom. Will you think about going to Europe for a month next year? I said, sure. For a month
2: next year? Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah, I said, sure.
2: You'll you'll panic about this, Uh but they're having all these riots in in Paris Paris, and France. Yeah, and and it's. I was watching uh, one of the
0: news channels. It was um, a motorcycle in a public square in Paris with like a 24 inch blade chainsaw attached to the motorcycle running. And the man was just doing circles in this square with the attached chainsaw running behind the motorcycle, like literally. That was on the news.
2: So I, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want to um, uh, pass shade on my French friends because we love the French, but man, they ride mm-hmm. over anything. They, there's, a, a, you know, there's French, always a little revolution. There's always a little on. revolution going uh-huh. on with, with the well, French. Well,
1: I don't want to discredit though, what, what no, that's Jared that's a said. pretty. So that's pretty, pretty awful sick. Thing. That's but t-
2: to answer the question is, I got a notice about some super cheap flights to Paris and super cheap <laughs> hotel things, and I said to Jonas, "Hey, you want to go to Paris, right? It's a great deal. Let's go to Paris, right? We can navigate this crap. Yeah, we've been there, done that. It'll be cheap to get there. The planes won't be so full. Restaurants won't be packed. Let's go. Let's let's go sneak out of there for for a week."
1: I I think it comes she back no. to. I, I think he
2: jerry won't give us permission the
1: fear factor <laughs> I, I remember I remember the fear factor yeah. when nine eleven happened oh, yeah. in the United States, and I mean to this day, I remember my mom calling me uh on the day when this happened, and she said are you are you okay? Are you safe i said yeah i am I'm so worried about you i said don't worry about me i'm I'm, I'm in good shape, but what I was trying to get to is is I remembered the then president George Bush saying. If we let fear paralyze us, then we're giving in to what these bad, evil, devilish people are really trying to get accomplished. So I would, I would say, the sense of traveling to Europe at the moment. Don't let fear stand in your way, but use good sound judgment
2: on what situational, safe, awareness, situas- situational, situational awareness. awareness. Always be aware of what's going yeah. on around you, just like walking down the downtown mall, right? Situational awareness.
0: Absolutely. Comments coming in, guys. Keep them coming. We'll relay them uh, live on air. We love the comments. So this is a good one. Um, There's always uh, a business person watching on the program. Spencer asks, how is the economy? How is the euro conversion? An American coming over with some money. How will they do for a couple of weeks Um, in Austria, in Hungary, and the countries you're talking about?
1: I can't tell you at the moment. I can only tell you six months ago when I was in Europe, when I was in Austria.
2: What is the exchange rate now?
1: I think it's we're a little bit we're not at par anymore, but uh, a good opportunity. Really good opportunity in a sense. uh, But you also have to, you know, what is your goal that you're trying to achieve?
2: uh, One point, it's just it's just it's about nine cents more U.S. dollar, nine U.S. cents per yeah. euro so it's a caution 109 we used to have a family joke every time we went over to europe as a family yeah, the euro, was the so euro spiked from like <laughs> yes. 1.10 to 1. 1.5 right 1.50 so you know if you want to buy some dollars right now and yon and i plan a trip to <laughs> europe why don't you go ahead and do this we'll take 10 percent of the spread <laughs> yeah. right because as soon Cause as we're we, helping you out as soon, exactly as, soon as we land in europe the euro is going to go up over, over the dollar, and, and we'll do that. I, uh, I'll never forget this. When the euro came around, Yonah's father was still alone. Yonah's dad um, is an international banker, was an international banker. He said, now this was, I can't remember when euro kicked in.
1: 1990, 1991, I believe.
2: Wherever it was. He said, give me 10000 U.S. dollars. This is when the euro was like 88 cents to the dollar. He so said, give me that, because it's going to spike up to 150. Of course, I didn't have 10000 at the time. I said, no, 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 no. Damn it, he was right. It spiked up. Could have done pretty well. But that that, that currency market is a pretty risky thing. But right now, it's 1.09. So, I mean, your dollar will go pretty much the same as Mm -hmm. where you're going here. Um, How about
0: this one from Kelsey? Kelsey is watching. Kelsey, is at Crozet? Let us know where you're watching here. She goes, I'm loving the show. I'm loving the pace of this program, and I'm loving the stories from Yona. Mm-hmm. Can she put a typical day in Austria into perspective from all of us from morning until evening? That's a great question.
1: That's a wonderful question. Uh, I can tell you, so so going back and, and going back home, because this is home, and I'm, I'm going home, and I'm coming home. So that's another blessing I have. Um, so I, I don't think it's any different than what I would do here. Just get up in the morning and and um,
2: coffee.
1: Have my coffee, which really, truly, I have to honestly say, there's Much only better. three things that are a little bit I would say different in Austria than they're here, and Much one better. of them is coffee.
0: Coffee's uh, better in Austria. Oh my
2: God! Yeah,
1: just a tradition. The, of whole, whole, okay. the whole Vienna
2: created this whole cafe culture. Culture, culture. that okay. was started what? The
1: well, Turks. The Turks yeah, started the
2: Turks. it. Yeah, the Turks,
1: yeah, yeah. So right. this goes, anyway, so...
2: What are uh, the other three? Th- what are the other two things?
1: The bread.
0: The bread is better? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the third?
1: It's just the gemütlichkeit. Just the... just oh, a, need to translate just that. A, so gemütlichkeit means, uh, in a sense, um, you are comfortable enough to go ahead and let the day happen and sit together and just basically talk about the day talk about fun stuff and just sit down and have a glass of wine and don't rush
2: so the pace, the pace of life yeah, pace is, right. is, is way slow the slower. pace Pace is way different
1: slower. Yeah. but you know to put it in perspective this goes back to what I said before you have the opportunity here to create your own pace and create your own wealth where back home it's just a little bit different
2: because the pace the, is kind of pay. created for you yes it that's a great observation. Yes. Here you can set your own tempo.
1: Yeah. Here's, here's there the you...
2: tempo is set. It's very hard to get outside the tempo. And if you're visiting for two weeks or you're visiting for a month, that's one thing. You know, people ask us all the time, well, how come you don't buy a place down in St. Martin, which is France, right? We go technically go to France on that end of it. And it's great for a week or two, right? And the pace is super slow and all this kind of great stuff. But the kind of folks that we are, we when when that gets into the two or three month mark, yeah, like, we would just mm-hmm. go nuts, right? But so, so that's so that's
1: that's really the true, truly the three differences. And you take, I mean, everybody has to go to work, obviously, uh, and so the work pace is eight to four, eight to five, and. People do take lunch, and I do very much enjoy that. But what I really, truly enjoy is just the fact that... I don't
0: think I've taken lunch in 16 years. Well, that's amazing. so, so
1: that's, 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 that's really, believe it or not, that's one of the things that I noticed again that even in Europe nowadays, lunch that used to be you go at 12 o'clock and you come back at 1.30 and la-la-la, that also has changed quite a bit over the 37 years.
2: So the pace of life is extremely different it's different very different yeah. which is great right yeah. it's great to go visit and experience it uh, but it, it comes with it's it's a little bit of perils so well hard question the the day a day in Austria start to finish start
1: to finish coffee uh, I guess go to work if I have work if I'm on vacation I definitely want to go ahead and head somewhere where nice parks meet some friends uh, go for lunch uh, in the afternoon go uh, I very much enjoyed being in Vienna again and seeing all the museums. Go to the theater, go to the opera, um, pick up my sister at five o'clock in the afternoon after she's done with work, and then we go out and go to. At that time, it was October; was still nice outside, so we could sit outside and go to one of the beer gardens, wine gardens, or or. Sounds uh, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't think it's really any different than what I would be doing here. Just Let's see at how a, much
2: a flight costs. <laughs> he's actually looking.
1: Uh, it's just know. it's just what you make it. So
2: So and the thing about the about the the cultural difference.
1: Is a cultural difference um,
2: yeah. So if you ask an American so if I ask you Jerry so, so how you doing, you can say I'm okay. Yeah. You ask an Austrian or a Germanic speaking person. You, find out how you they're will doing. find out. You how better be doing. prepared to listen for a half an hour because they will tell you exactly how how, how they're doing.
1: But right. it's endearing in a way. It's yeah. endearing. Your
0: daughter asks, um, and she's watching in Seattle right now. We have four states watching, no, including wonderful. Seattle's finest right now. Um, Mom, how was it for you to adjust from a society that values rest to here, where rest is viewed as lazy? Where oh
1: she boy, Yvonne, she's, I like it. She's,
0: she's, on a, she's she's a she's a she. I, I see the fruit as the uh, the apple doesn't fall fall from the tree here, um, and I also think. Uh, she would make a fantastic contributor to Real Talk with Keith Smith, uh, 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 because I can just tell from the comments, and I think this is probably uh, a microcosm of both your daughters here, they have things to say.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. well, thank God. They yeah. have things to say. Thank and that's
0: exactly what you thank want God. for a talk show, is things yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: to say. But that's how we raise them. Right, I love it. Yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah, the thing is, is, so coming back to Yvonne's question, I really cannot answer that question because... I don't want to call anybody lazy, so I think it's just a matter of how you structure your day and what you want to get accomplished and what goals you have. Um, I can tell you, there are days when um, my goal is to really try to go ahead and remember that it's okay not to work. Let me put it this way: relax, rest. Um, and there's days when you know I have a certain goal in mind. I want to get accomplished, and I'm going to go after it and I, I, I can tell you that both our, our children in that respect, um, both of them have a talent that they can work hard, 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 run, 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 but they can also rest and I think that's a good thing. Um, could I rest more than 24 hours? Probably not yet. <laughs> so, so that's... Um, I they can, love what they do. I can be and, idle for a day, but that's it. Yeah, and you guys, you
0: know, they. I, I've had the pleasure of knowing this fantastic family for four, almost five years. They've made their passion their profession. And their, mm-hmm. their profession may be real estate, and I don't want to speak for them, but their passion is truly human connection and helping people.
2: Relationships. The Relationships. vehicle
0: just happens to be real estate. Correct. Yeah. But both of them love yeah. to help people and make human connection. That's what motivates them and inspires them every morning i mean
2: I th- it makes a difference in the world it, re- yeah. it really it really 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 does. just your vehicles real estate to do that
1: oh and we're very blessed we can do that yeah to be honest right. with you and
2: and kind of back to the we've witnessed and seen history and been part of the world in different times and different things it puts you in a different perspective right you know honestly from i i, I guess if we take care of the person the rest, every, take, the rest yeah. rest can, takes care of itself. One hundred percent. And Just once, take care of the and it's
0: it's funny. Once, like, regardless of the field of profession, or even the nonprofit sector, once folks realize that things become much more simple, you take care of the folks that you're interacting with, and the rest follow suit. Carly, uh, is it? Chapo. 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 Oh, Carly. Oh, she Carly, says, Carly. Hi, Smith family with um, <laughs> a Carla. bunch of uh, heart emojis yeah. after it. Um, Jerry Russell is absolutely loving what she is seeing right now. Thank you, people. Jerry. Um, your daughter says, I know mom and I both struggle with resting and not Jeez. feeling lazy. Uh-huh. Um, she's watching the program, as I've indicated, in Seattle, Tennessee, North Carolina, Richmond, Northern Virginia, the D.C. area, Arlington. Um, Appomattox and Williamsburg on the show along with much of Central Virginia on today's program. If you have a question for the Smiths, put them in the feed. We will relay it live on air. Thank I you. got I got one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how long have you guys been together? 30, not married, together.
1: 38 30, 30,
0: 30
2: years. Uh, call it 38, not quite 38 years.
0: Almost 38 years together. Talk to us about the evolution of your love over 38 years. They work together they are each other's best friends. They are rarely separated for extended periods of time.
2: Yeah. I'm like nervous that I'm going away for a week. When Yona
0: goes to, say, Connecticut to help um, her oldest daughter um, with her two wonderful kids, Keith comes in here and the man is literally jittery. He's like, Where's my wife? What's going on here? What am I going to do? Like the first 12 hours. He seems pretty cool with it, and then I see him the next day because he does real talk with Keith Smith Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If I see him on a Monday, by Wednesday, it is a different Keith. He is. He is. Where's I need Yona?
1: Well, I have to say though, it's not any different with me. So it's surprisingly enough. Really? really. <laughs> so, no, it's. it's, it's uh, Maybe she
0: hides it better than no, you.
1: No, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I don't think I do. But, uh, I, I have to say that. That's the journey. That's the part of the journey that I so much enjoy. Uh, is it always roses and puppies? No. Right. Rainbows, uh, puppies, yeah. rainbows roses and puppies. Roses and puppies
0: works. That works.
1: It's just yonoism. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yono-ism. So, so I
0: think I love the one. one I my favorite, it. even turkeys. <laughs> fly, well, you know? and her. but
1: that's not that's. I do not take credit for that. That's what, that was was actually Brian Buffini who that said it. That was my favorite. But life. I adopted it.
2: So uh, we've got, we got so we do go to therapy couples therapy that's great uh and we got a friday there's a
1: tune-up every 10 years every 10 to 12 years is is, is very
2: helpful we (laughs) do tune-ups every once in a while because we're together so often sometimes we forget how to speak to one another and 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 all that stuff so so we we do we got one on friday um session on friday (coughs) this is the same therapist the last time we did this leaned over and went you know what you guys would make no, a really great sitcom, <laughs> topic for a sitcom. but I think they're seeing it. I think they're right seeing now. it. This is the pilot. This, this is actually very This reserved. is the pilot. I know, I know it is. <laughs> I know this is reserved.
1: But you know something? You, it's, it's... Multiple
0: people, including Kevin Yancey and Chad Wood, have said Keith's... Keith is on his best behavior right now. Yeah, Literally, he is. they're putting this on the feet He, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's,
1: so the brownie points, right? Uh, trying to get some brownie points. And, and I'm
2: sitting a bit too closer, to and the legs kick me under yeah. the table
1: but you know so it's 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 all about the journey and and uh you know being truthful and honest with each other i think is the other part and sometimes you just have to learn how to communicate better and sometimes you have to learn to balance you know and that's and that's really part of the journey that i truly enjoy
2: so the challenges that we have now in our lives frankly is i can't hear Right. That's a challenge. So it, it becomes a challenge, right? Um, and my hearing is getting rapidly worse. As a matter of fact, so much so, we're going to go and learn sign language together because eventually I'm not going to be able to hear. On that, on that end of it. And I'm only really good with one hand signal for sign language. What?
0: Is, is it the.? Uh... <laughs> it's my age. It's my IQ.
2: Okay,
0: is this uh, the one finger salute? Yeah, over Yeah, there? yeah, my IQ. Okay. One. No, it's the one. The one finger vi- salute. Neil vi- Williamson, hello. Hey, it's Neil. It's the
1: victory sign. What are you talking about? It's the the one finger salute.
2: <laughs> I knew that was the one. It's not the victory sign, no. honey. <laughs> oh, God. So I was asked the other day what was the secret. For all these years of marriage, and I think I may have said this on the show, and I truly mean this: uh, married, be with, wake up every morning, whatever you want to call it, with somebody who makes you a better person every day.
1: I second that.
2: She makes me a better person every day. So do you. Um, Yona makes me a better person every day. God knows I need I need a lot of help in that in that in that department. But I think the biggest struggle we have right now in communication is my lack of hearing, and then. This thing that I have to get better at, so i 'm going to profess in front of everybody here. the thing I got to get better at is when Yona says something that isn't fact isn't quite right because she's using a Yonaism, I correct her, and I should stop doing that that's not I know what she means, and then I just need to move forward with it, but sometimes it's it's hard for me not to do that and, and correct her. So that's so what I, I need to get better at. So
1: I thank you, but there's no reason for you to profess that. So we're, we're I'm professing
2: on... it in front of the, the whole uh, I world. It. I love it. I love it. I need. That's my place. I need to get better. At. everything else. To... Everything else, I'm pretty awesome. I with. would love <laughs> absolutely. I would love to hear
0: Yona's answer to this question here, Keith.
2: <laughs> I'm trying not to let her speak. Have you not noticed that? See yeah, that? I
1: can see that. No, but uh, I have to tell you, the secret really to in my mind, to um, a working relationship is not just the two of us, it's just also who's around us. Oh, yeah. So I have to say, I'm extremely fortunate, and that goes back to the 4th of July theme. I'm, I'm not fortunate, I'm blessed. His family adopted me, literally adopted me, in a sense that they could have very easily said, hmm, who is this crazy young girl that thinks she can steal my son's heart? And, but they were very embracing. And it took me in, taught me everything that I really need to know about family, right? Grow as a family, grow as a wife, grow as a business partner, uh, grow, as a, grow as a very proud American in a sense that I can sit here today and talk to you about happiness, motivation, um, personal wealth, that we can, we, can, we can go ahead and make a difference in somebody's life,
0: I love right? it. You are t- you are maybe the proudest American that I know, and that, that right there says a lot. And it's interesting <laughs> the the immigrants that risked everything and gave up everything are mm-hmm. often the proudest Americans mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. My mom, who literally came, you know what? Today today marks sixty five years. I got to call her, wow. Lauren. Please remind me to call sixty five years that my mom came from Cuba.
1: Amazing. Today, 60, 60, today, today. Wow. today,
0: is the sixty-five year anniversary. Sixty-five years. Immigrants that give everything up to come to this country are often the proudest Americans out there. Oh, and nice and you're going to love this. You're going to have to help me with this name. This is on LinkedIn. Natasha. She's watching from the Warsaw metropolitan area, which you see there. She just gave you the hearts emoji on LinkedIn. So we have Back Warsaw, beautiful city, but watching your story here you. on LinkedIn but speak to the thank you the proudest american comment you
1: bleed I, I red can't, white I, and blue i really i really cannot put it in words other than um, i hope everybody has the opportunity to really value what this country has to offer and look look at the small little things um, look, look at the and, and I have to remind myself of that every day. I am allowed to go out of my front door, breathe the air, and do what I, what I 'm destined to do, and nobody can tell me any different. Nobody can say no, you cannot go and talk to the neighbors or no you, you cannot make that phone call or no you uh, it's freedom.
2: So, so put it in perspective, back when we were behind the Iron Curtain, so if you lived in downtown Charlottesville, your papers would say you live in downtown mm-hmm. Charlottesville. You could not go to Fulvana County if your mm-hmm. papers did not say you could go to Fulvana County. And there would be um, militia, police, yes. military, checkpoints all around. And they would stop you, and mm-hmm. they would check your papers. And if your papers didn't allow that, they would turn around and, and send you back. You couldn't, if your papers said, nah, you know, let's go down to Virginia Beach, and you didn't, didn't allow you to go to Virginia Beach, you didn't go to Virginia Beach. This is real world things that happen, and we come from this perspective of, of that kind of, of, of world on it. But you're 100% right. They mm-hmm. call it, uh, Buffini. Brian Buffini is an immigrant from Ireland. And he wrote a book called The Immigrant Edge. You should the read The Immigrant
1: it. Edge. I think from I gave You gave, gave me a book. copy. I gave you yeah. the book. I think I yeah.
2: have it right there. Yeah. So, so it's about how, from a business perspective, how immigrants tend to, to do super well in this country is because they kind of get it, and they, they put the 110% in, and they come from someplace else. Well, so much was sacrificed. Very much That's exactly so. right. Yeah, Very because much so. so
0: much was sacrificed, not a minute was is take it for granted that's exactly right. and see
1: the opportunity and take the opportunity and go after it yeah really I mean and that's the spirit I would say this is the spirit that I can tell you as long as I have a breath in me I will go ahead and be the one that says don't take anything for granted you have a freedom you have the opportunity for the pursuit of happiness Uh, like the preamble said of the Declaration of Independence uh, it, it it's it's right there, the footprint is it's a right preamble. there. Yeah.
0: It's five seventeen PM in Warsaw, Poland right now. There you and go. the Smiths are on the computer.
2: Well, have yourself a nice shot of Polish potato vodka, which is my favorite vodka and enjoy enjoy the evening. It's, the, uh, thank
0: you
1: very much. Isn't
0: the internet just so amazing? You know, when it it's just you, makes when everything so close, you know, so like what's the word connected and intimate and communicative
2: and then it's the other side right oh
0: absolutely
1: yeah well i just i just do hope and i, w- I really want to kind of uh leave it at that that uh i hope that they find peace in the ukraine oh my gosh my god i do hope so ever anticipated it's, it's, that this just, war would just, be going on but, for this long but it the testament to that is also what it's this young surprising. lady, what this young lady just said from Poland, thank God and coming back to what you said, thank God for the internet in that respect, that some of this stuff is getting out a lot faster than it used to. For sure. So I can tell you that happens because of... it could
0: motivate folks or give them a glimpse Absolutely. of what and, it could be.
1: And it also gives them the inspiration and the courage to do what they're doing. I mean my kudos to Poland and to anybody I mean there was a young yep. marine yesterday I didn't tell you the story, but there's a young marine um, who volunteered in in uh, Ukraine and got injured quite quite severely and uh, so you see you see the commitment from everybody really trying to go ahead and help this country, including Poland, by the way
2: po- Poland is on is on that so so is
1: my, really my, my much thinks. worse than
2: Austria I mean they border yeah. And, and Got folks watching. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So, I, like I said, I don't want to get political on it, but I do want to, I do want to give my kudos and my, my respect to anybody who, who's willing to go ahead and, and help, help that fight to peace, not help that fight to war, but really get, get them to figure out a way where they can stop the fighting because it's awful.
0: Um, Todd Rath is in upstate hey, New York. He has this, you're going to have to help me with this one.
1: I'm not sure what uh, but thank you
0: M A D U F K A means. Maybe I'll do Todd give give us a little more insight into that. <laughs> um, he's in upstate New York watching the program celebrating the Fourth of July. Let me see if I can just copy this word and put it into Google Translate. Yeah,
2: right. You're right. Really, Which you, they used to.
0: Help. Oh, it's a uh, it's um, a Slavic honey based alcoholic beverage very similar to mead, but it is made much faster. Approximately okay. one month of fermentation. Boy, that's powerful. And Todd powerful. is the owner of Blue Toad Hard Cider, okay. and a former brewmaster, like beer maker himself. Still probably a beer maker. Um, Todd, I love when you watch the so program. It's made it. from
2: honey, right?
1: It is. I thought so. I believe
0: me, the is potato made from- vodka my Polish friends make yeah. is what that yes. is.
1: Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Thank you. We take notice of that. That's for sure.
0: Well, once Yona got on the show here, the uh, the worldly nature and the cosmopolitan nature of <laughs> real talk with Keith Smith went Just to like a completely <laughs> different <laughs> level. Because I personally am only good at three things here, and it's not anything cosmopolitan or, or words <laughs> yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yona
1: speaks. How many languages? Two, no, three. Though more than that. No, I speak three languages. Okay. Uh, interestingly enough, because you, you just said of? about 4th of July being celebrated in Europe, there is a couple of countries in Europe that celebrate the 4th of July, believe it or not. Really? Yep. Tell
2: us about that. I did uh, not know that.
1: There is... Uh, Tell
2: about the Freedom Tower. That's yeah, I'm
1: going I'm to go ahead and just... Uh, countries like Denmark, England, Norway, Portugal, and Sweden all take part in hosting commemorations for the holidays. So this is part of to honor the many citizens who emigrated to the U.S., but also as a move to attract tourists, obviously, yes. Um, The
2: Freedom Tower thing, that's an interesting stat. I did not know that. Did you know
1: that the the Freedom Tower in New York was designed to be 1,776 feet tall?
2: No. So they rebuilt the the Freedom Tower to 1776. One of the most
1: spectacular features of the building is its height, which represents the year America declared independence from Great Britain. So it's pretty, pretty interesting. So these are just fun stats that this, I found. This is a
0: great question. Yes, great question from Matthew. Is the the United States the? I'm going to paraphrase here because I don't like how he put it. Um, is the United States the uh, gold standard for Europe still today? It
1: probably. In Has that lost my, some of its my, luster? luster? I, I don't think so. Okay. I really don't think so. But that, that goes from somebody who, um, in, in that respect, really tries to keep the politics out and really look at the spirit and look at the human nature of this whole thing. I, I think the opportunities are still there. Um, and, again, it's, it's, it's what you make. It's your journey on where you want to go, where you want to be, and what goals you have. Is it harder? I would say yes. Um, I think you have more competition. I think we I have more competition now than I had 37 years ago. At, at that time, I did not really know what exactly I wanted to, to, to accomplish. Now I know. Um, I think it's still the same.
2: I mean, the best way to look at that is to figure out how many people are trying to immigrate
1: yeah, I mean, from that.
2: And you'll find out when you go to the nationalization ceremony tomorrow, and I really, 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 really think if you have time, people should do that.
1: Between 50 the pe- when you 70, look through the
2: list yep. of people of where they're emigrating from, a lot of them is from Europe. You know, you would expect some war-torn countries, which you get, but most of them are Europeans, French, English, Russians, Russia, Russians which is technically Eastern Europe, right? But but from that continent, you'll see most of the folks uh, are immigrating. And on Friday, I'll bring the actual list of the people, and we'll do an, an unofficial checkmark on where, what region had the most. And I think you'll find Europe will have the most folks immigrating, yeah. which kind of answers that question.
1: So the keynote speaker tomorrow is Jim President Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. So he will be, will be there.
2: And, uh, uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear what Jim has to say.
1: Yeah, very much so.
0: Um, Todd says, mm-hmm. I went to school in the Midwest with many Chicago folks. Some were first generation from Poland. Mm-hmm. And these folks were some of the greatest, most hardworking people I have ever met. Oh, no. um, Dave Fafara, owner of Shenandoah Joe's, mm-hmm. um, a Chicago uh, Pollock, And he is one of the greatest, most hardworking people that I know. Um, Dave routinely watches the program. I see him quite often.
2: But all, all, all immigrants from all around the world, first generation you know, the, the actual immigrants, uh, are just they work their their tails off because they understand what they can do. They're trying to work their tails off for their next generation, so the next generation has the opportunities that maybe they didn't they didn't have. But by and far, and I think that'll be a great test on Friday. Plus all these numbers that are would love to get to on Friday. We'll talk real estate on Friday for we'll those that are asking. I don't want to bring anybody down today. <laughs> no. we got a lot of people asking
0: about real estate. We'll talk real estate on Friday. Yeah. Keith is at a funeral on Wednesday.
2: We're at yes. a, both Yona and I are at a funeral at, at Arlington, Arlington Cemetery uh, to see dear friends, friends of ours, uh, friend of ours uh,
0: buried. Um, Sloan says this, David? culture shock for Yona going from Austria and Bulgaria to Fluvanna County.
2: Well, there was a New York stop in the was
1: There was New but York that, in between. But so was that
2: a cup of coffee,
0: though, in New York? Was that extended or just a cup it was of coffee? a year. No,
1: we were okay. there for, for about a was, year. For about maybe a year. it
0: was a cup of coffee yeah. and a shot. Okay. <laughs> so maybe it was like uh, a latte grande.
2: Culture
1: I I, shock? I don't think it was a cultural shock. No, I think it was an adjustment in a sense that... that what, um, what did I tell you when
2: we got married?
1: The vastness of this country was... That was, that was yeah. for me, that was like, wow. That's... Coming from tiny little Austria or Bulgaria to this vastness of country, that was that was surprising. I don't think it was a shock.
0: Because you guys went there, was it eighty seven?
1: We got married '86. We Came moved '87. 87. 87. So Fluvana in
0: 1987 was very different than Fluvana 2023.
2: Oh. So Fluvana '87 was much not much different than where Yona's home place is.
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty Yona's isolated and secluded. How many
2: houses in Meissen? 33, something like that. No,
1: it's about 100, 120,
2: roughly. And, and hasn't changed in hundreds of years. The brewery was 750 years old.
1: Yeah, I was older than that. It's over a thousand years old. And The, okay. brewery, the brewery a thousand, brewery was, years, old? It was a thousand wow.
2: years old. They must make be good beer. They continually do. continually yeah. operate. They do.
0: This has been. What like are the beer types?
1: Oh, You have ale, you have. Uh, you have a little bit of a hoppy, hoppy beer. I mean, I, you're talking. Stouts? Lagers? Lagers.
0: yeah, a lot lagers. of lagers? Not stouts. stouts. No stouts. Yeah, yeah. Any
2: IPAs or is that just kind of a.
1: IPAs are coming, yes. Yeah. So they, they sort it's of like started IPAs a are brewer. everywhere. Right?
2: They, they define it as Hellas. What is a Hellas? Hellas, no, Hellas is a lager. It's a very So it's mostly beer. lagers and okay. all that kind of grapes. But the brewery is. I didn't think it was over 1,000, but yeah, so the brewery's over 1,000 years. years been I don't think it was a culture Continuously shop. operated by the That's place. amazing. I,
1: I and, really don't like think...
2: Tomorrow's what, 247?
1: 247.
2: Years. Right, just put that in perspective, right? There's a brewery that's been operating for over 1,000 years, and we're hitting 247. So we got a little way to go.
0: got a little ways to go. I love it. You guys are uh, amazing. This is a dream come true of a show like this. How about some closing thoughts from the fabulous Yona Smith?
1: Happy 4th of July. Enjoy it. Um, embrace your neighbors, your friends, your family. Um, uh, value the freedom that you have and just have fun. Enjoy the fireworks. You know, which we have, we have yet to see.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> fell asleep.
1: But uh
2: force the dog. No, yeah, that would be me.
1: Yeah. But it's a beautiful country, really is, that I can call my home.
2: Shotzi, thank you for doing this. Yeah, you're amazing. Absolutely. I, I love, I love thank it. You. I this love is it. a breeze. It's yeah, 11.30. It's, hour it's and 15 minutes, right? Lord, flies yeah. by. And, and I, uh, I'm well behaved. Yeah. <laughs> I think all the viewers can tell. <laughs> I'm excited about Friday because we're going we're gonna, to, uh, I think we're going to break a little bit of news on Friday. And we'll leave it for Friday about some some of these stats that I've been crunching all weekend. and. Hopefully, after we'll have our post-production meeting and, and get all our slides up. So, on Real Talk with Keith Smith, for it. But um, uh, 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 this is going to be a bit eye-opening come Friday on on these stats. So I'm excited. So that's, well, we call it a tease. It's a tease. I'm teasing for it's a tease right there for Friday. Uh, RealTalkwithKeithSmith.com.
0: RealTalkwithKeithSmith.com. The show is presented by Yes Realty Partners. You see what Yon and Keith are all about.
1: If you're looking for
0: someone to help you get to the finish line in a closing or the finish line that we call life, Keith and Jonas Smith are who you should contact. Judah Wickower keeps us live on air. I Love Siebel shows up in about an hour. Take care, everyone.
1: Thank you. Happy Fourth! Thank you.